Hey, it's Julie, and welcome to the Corporate Yogi Podcast. This episode today is dedicated to all of you growth junkies who love to learn, who love to grow, and if you're like me, you're addicted to personal development in, you know, a good, completely healthy way, and you love doing new things. Well, as with all good things, there can be a downside to growth, and it happens when we spend all of our time learning and we start to feel a little bit burnt out or a little bit exhausted. I like to call it a growth hangover, and it happens when we spend a disproportionate amount of time outside of our comfort zone. Everyone, so long as they're focused on growing and learning and doing new things, is susceptible to getting a growth hangover. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. In the first segment, I'm going to explain what a growth hangover actually is. In the second segment, I'm going to explain what causes a growth hangover. And then in the third segment, you are going to learn how to be more empowered when you actually have them. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So the term growth hangover is not something that's commonly understood, which is why I want to share this episode with you. Often when I explain it to my clients, they smile and they shake their head because even though they didn't have the label, they didn't understand what a growth hangover was, it was something that they've definitely experienced in the past. And it's really important to presence these things and to give them a label because then you can start to understand the experience and what is actually happening to you. And that helps you to be empowered about it and then become a little proactive about it instead of having to be reactive and burnt out all the time. So a growth hangover happens when we spend a disproportionate amount of time outside our comfort zone. And it requires us to exert a large amount of energy, either because we're doing something new or because we're doing something that is a little scary or maybe a little intimidating to us. Growth hangovers are very real, and they affect us physically and emotionally. And most importantly, I want you to be compassionate with yourself when you have one. Think about what happens if you've ever had a food hangover. Uh, I know I definitely had one after Christmas Day. Or a hangover from drinking too much. What happens to you physically afterwards? You're likely tired. You're lethargic. You're not at your peak performance. You're maybe a little bit lazy, maybe a little bit of brain fog. So you might need to take it easy that day to rehydrate, to regain some energy into your body. Well, the same thing applies to your growth hangover. You need to acknowledge what you've gone through and then give yourself the chance to recover, to just take it easy, to relax and recognize what you've gone through. If it's something that's really intense that you've just gone through, then once that adrenaline leaves your body, you're probably going to feel a little bit tired. Now, when we're doing things that are new or that challenge us, we use up more energy. A simple task that might, you know, expend two units of energy, if it was something that we did all the time and we knew how to do it really well, when it's brand new, that same task might take 10 units of energy. 
because there's new elements to the task. There's learning. It's a vertical learning curve. You might require more focus, more attention. And if it's something that is outside your comfort zone, well, then get ready. That might be 10, 20 units of energy and you might have a really big growth hangover because your sneaky little saboteurs, the negative disruptive voices inside your head that tell you, you know, you're not good enough, they show up at the moment and they are the loudest when you are about to step outside of your comfort zone, when you're on that cusp of growth. And that really is what causes a growth hangover, right? When we're stepping outside of our comfort zone and we have these negative messages from our saboteurs because, you know, that's when they show up the loudest. And so we're not only doing something new, but you're battling away your saboteurs. You're fighting them off. They're like these gatekeepers that challenge you. They don't want you to cross that bridge. And they question you and try to negotiate with you in all the different ways and reasons why you should just play it safe, why you should just play small and not take risks. So, A growth hangover happens when we spend a disproportionate amount of time outside of our comfort zone. And this requires us to exert a large amount of energy, either because we're doing something new or we're doing something that is outside our comfort zone. So what are the scenarios that cause a growth hangover? Well, a really obvious one is starting a new job either within your company or more intensely starting at a new company. There's so many things that you need to learn, right? Not just about the job, but you're learning about a new culture, about how things work in that new culture. And, you know, there's the written rules and then there's the actual unwritten rules of how things actually work. And I'm not saying all companies have an unwritten political code of conduct, but a lot of them do, right? You have to learn all these new people's names. That's the hardest part for me. You have to learn to understand what they do for their role and if their role intersects with your responsibilities. Let's face it, there's a lot of logistics, a lot of hurdles to jump through when you have a new job. And depending on how senior you are or how big the organization is, it can take anywhere from three to six months to really get comfortable in that new role. And so this is why I tell people to just pace yourself. We're always in a hurry to rush in and prove ourselves. But really, at the end of the day, you just want to take your time and slowly get up to speed in the new role. So this scenario, starting a new job, is a prime example when you will likely have a growth hangover because there's just a sheer volume of learning, of newness to tackle. Now, another example is hiring a new team member or getting a new boss, having a reorg maybe happen on your team, or maybe even when layoffs happen. The shift that we experienced in this pandemic to working from home, that's definitely a huge growth hangover that so many of us had. And you know, in the beginning, we were all keen on doing these Zoom meetings And it was fun to have socials and Zoom happy hours. And everybody just wanted to dive in and do all this new. But I think it's safe to say that we are past that point, that the novelty has worn off. And I don't think anybody is doing any Zoom happy hours anymore. And thank God for that. Now, parents have 
that have to homeschool, that's definitely been a huge growth curve for them. And I'm sure they've had a lot of growth hangovers. It's a big scenario, right? Because they've had to play many different roles and try to do more with less in each day with little to no support than they've had in the past. So remember, a growth hangover happens in many different scenarios in many different ways. We aren't always conscious of it as we are going through it, but it does have a massive impact on us. So now that you fully understand what a growth hangover is, how can we be more empowered when we have them? Well, here's a few tips that are going to help you change the way that you approach them. First off, number one, you need to reflect on how you've experienced growth hangovers in the past. What were the common scenarios that impacted you the most? What were the warning signs? Was there anything that could have been avoided or managed differently? These are all important reflections and opportunities to really mine the intelligence from, and you will better manage growth hangovers in the future if you reflect on how you've gone through them in the past. All right. Second, you need to get better at predicting when they happen. Once you start to see the pattern and you start to predict when they're going to happen in the future, you will be better prepared to either avoid them or better yet, manage how you navigate them and minimize the growth hangover experience. Now, you might think that this is impossible because how are you supposed to know that something's going to be exhausting before you go through it? Well, this is where your brilliant, amazing self-awareness comes in handy because you can spend some time reflecting and come up with two or three examples of when you've experienced a growth hangover in the past and I promise you, you will start to notice that there's a little bit of a pattern to how they happen and when they happen. And this will help you to predict them in the future and even create a bit of situational blueprint of how you're going to handle them. Now, the third tip is to proactively take into account to either prepare for them or take actions to prevent. So years ago, I used to run a lot of corporate events. And I can say with absolute confidence that event management has to be the most stressful types of work that I have ever done. It was amazing. I was good at it. I loved doing it. But oh my gosh, it is exhausting because there are so many variables that you can't control. It's guaranteed that things are going to go wrong. Something's going to go wrong somewhere. Although you don't always know what it is or when it's going to happen, but guaranteed something always goes sideways. So you just have to be prepared for anything to happen in any moment. So one way to proactively prepare for a growth hangover is that I would always book time off after the event. So sometimes it would be a week. Sometimes it was two-week vacation, and one time I had this massive launch event with clients and a new website, a new brand, and they kept pushing the launch date back. So it was supposed to happen initially, you know, say in February, and then it got pushed back two months, and then another two months. And I remember I was supposed to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, and I had to cancel and back out of that because they kept shifting the date. I was so disappointed. 
And so after that, I ended up taking not one, not two, three weeks off. I took three weeks, went to the Dominican and just literally laid on a beach and let my body and my mind recover. And I remember, this is a true story, actually. The event went flawless. It was so amazing. We had Olympic athletes. It happened in the city of London. These two Olympian sailors that we were sponsoring brought their sailboat right down into the heart of the city. And during rush hour, we were uh, letting people do a meet and greet and handing out bottled water and all kinds of promotions. Then we had a really splashy launch event with some of our clients up in the Gherkin, which is one of the um, more fancier or flagship buildings in London. So the whole thing went amazing, right? Everything was perfect down to a T. The next morning, you know how I said earlier, when the adrenaline leaves your body, you will know it and then your body will definitely shift into a growth hangover. I woke up and my back was thrown out. I couldn't even stand up. I had to take a taxi to get into work. And I lay there on the floor with my laptop on my lap, my feet sitting, uh, leaning up on the chair, trying to get the website updates done because we had some small things to do. And I had to go for acupuncture. I had to go to a chiropractor. I had like four days to get my, my back back in shape before I hopped on a plane and went to the Dominican. So that's a perfect example of your body literally going into hangover mode as soon as you are done the event because I knew that I didn't have the novelty to not be there, to not be present and make sure that everything went well. But the second that it was like, ah, I just breathed that sigh of relief, my body was like, okay, now we're going to send you all this stress that you've been bottling up and whoosh, just like that, my whole lower back went out. It was so painful. So in that situation, I couldn't minimize my stress, but I could plan for a recovery time after the event was over, which is what I did. So with certain things like event management, there wasn't really anything I could do. To, well, no, I should, I take that back. There probably was um, some control that I could have let go of, and I probably could have handed off some tasks instead of trying to do everything myself. But with that type of event, I took the time off afterwards. Now with other events that I've done, there was certain things that I could do to give myself lots of time during preparation. So I can think of other product launches that I learned over the years. And what I did was I took the option to adjust my schedule to accommodate for the extra workload. So because I knew that there would be a one month period in planning a product launch, I could say, okay, I'm gonna take and strip out my schedule so any other weekly meetings that I had, any other obligations, I would tap out of those for the month because I was preparing for the event and I needed the bandwidth in my schedule to give me that extra time, to give me the energy and the focus to really have that product launch top of mind and make sure that everything went well. I also started to put together cross-functional teams and that gave me the opportunity to really hand off a lot of the tasks and duties and responsibilities. So it didn't land all on my shoulders. So I learned my lesson over the years, as much as it is nice to wanna control things, there's always a cost that you pay in the end.
So those are a couple of things that I was able to do proactively to prepare for that event and minimize my growth hangover. So what about you? Can you take some time in the coming week to really reflect on when you have had growth hangovers in the past? What have you learned from them? And then how can you be better prepared for them happening in the future? Because they're going to happen whether you like it or not. And then lastly, what can you do to minimize the impact of them? And in some instances, this can be proactively getting help. Uh, It could be clearing your plate in advance. And in other cases, it's about preparing for the recovery afterwards. Okay, it's time to start wrapping up this episode on growth hangovers. Whether this is a new concept for you or just a refresher because we've talked about it in the past, then I want you to know this is a really important topic for you to understand and create an action plan. So let's recap what you learned in this episode. A growth hangover happens when you spend a disproportionate amount of time outside of your comfort zone. They impact us just like a food hangover or a hangover from alcohol. We get tired, lethargic, we're not at our peak performance, maybe a little rundown, little brain fog, or our immune system feels compromised when the adrenaline leaves our body. So you might take it easy that day, you might rehydrate and take it easy on your body, get extra rest and just focus on self-care until you can get back into balance. When we're doing things that are new or that challenge us, we use up more energy. So a simple task that might only take two units of energy, when it's something that is brand new that you've never done before or something that you're a little bit intimidated by, it might take 10 units of energy for you. And our sneaky little saboteurs, boy, they show up the loudest when we are about to step outside of our comfort zone, which is also what leads to a growth hangover, right? Because we're having to expend that extra energy. We've got our battle gear on to fight them off all day, that itty bitty shitty committee and all those thoughts that they're trying to dump into your head. And then the three tips that will help you deal with your growth hangovers. One, reflect and notice when they've happened in the past. Two, Start to be able to predict them because there's always red flags and signs that will warn you. And then three, proactively prepare for the growth hangover or take the necessary actions to prevent it. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope that you are taking a lot away from this episode. And I would love for you to share this episode with someone who you think would really benefit from it, who really needs to understand what a growth hangover is. All right. So I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday for another great episode. And remember that any fear, any resistance that you hold deep inside of you is simply just your greatness in disguise.